Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. That sounds good. That sounds really good. That sounds good. Yeah, not the DJ. Let me. (laughs) Y'all, I haven't been on this microphone in a little bit. In a little bit. And action. Yeah, I'm on, on. I'm on. I'm on and on. I needed to take a second. All right, guys. Welcome back to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. I'm your host, Misty. I had to put a lot of S's in here and ve- ve- make it a little sensual, you know, because I heard people be like listening to my shit <sighs> and they'd be commentary and whatnot. So whatever. Um, but we're back with a guest and I'm super excited for this guest. I'm a returning guest. Um, <laughs> I'm like cheesing. I, I love when you- <laughs> I love talking to you. Like, I talk to you, like, all the time. But, like, it's different. This is different. Um, You guys know her out there in the podcast streets, um, the production streets, um, behind the scenes streets. Um, Not in the streets. She's not in the streets. She's not about that. (laughs) Sorry. Got excited. Calm it down. Simmer down a little bit. Um, the one and only in the pod industry. You know how, I have Maris. an applause Welcome back, but, but I don't platform. know which one it is. Okay. It's one of these. Do it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, clearly it's not that one. Let's try one more. Okay, that's definitely what happened. That was, that was great. That was great. Okay, hold on. Oh, you know what? We're gonna just go forget about it. I love this. I wasn't prepared for it. Uh, it might be this. No, wrong podcast. Uh, damn. This is DJ Carla, y'all. We just did did about you it, prep right? the applause button in there? There was one in there, but I think I might, I might have removed it. I've been kind of like, fuck these niggas. So nobody's applause. No applause. No applause. It's womp womp. <laughs> For all of them. Womp womp all day. No, the other damn it. Just forget it. Just forget it. I'm not a good DJ. I'm gonna need that one so when I'm texting my exes, I could just play it. Womp womp. You might just have to edit this whole this whole part. Jesus, I am so sorry. I, I love this people's podcast. I love this. I love it. This this is life for me. I needed this so much. It was the womp womp for me. All right. So you are back here. Well, first of all, let me not say you're back. You you've been doing the damn thing. You've been, you know, you've been just sitting, being present. I'm trying. You know, being present. Um I used to be shit. I'm 30. Now it's pivot with purpose. Your one woman mm-hmm. show. Well, I mean, is it one woman? Is Paola like official? Well, I will tell you, right. It would not be going right now if it wasn't for yes, Paola. Shout out to Paola. Um, so her support, um, her support being there, you know, pushing me to be there, holding me accountable and just making me um, just easy. My anxiety mm-hmm. of being on the mic and especially in front of the camera it's huge. So it's definitely not a one woman show at all. It's Paola. It's Courtney. It's Kazen. It's, you know, there's, there's a team behind me stopping them all with my <laughs> annoying roadblocks. Like I get in, in my own way, but every single one of them is imperative to the fact that Pivot with Purpose is back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very proud of you. I'm very happy you're back. Thank you. It's not the, it, it has not been the same without your voice and just, the journeys and the stories, to be honest with you, um, because we all go it through shit. Like it was that long. No, we do. Yeah. But time flies, man. I except for now, it's going really slow. But time really flies. Like I did not think that I was gone for over a year. You were gone. You know, 
I thought it was just a couple of months. And before I knew it, I opened my eyes and, you know, I wouldn't say a year wasted. Of course, I was doing other things, but that's just how life is. Sometimes we think, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And before you know it, you have now lost so much time that you could have done so much with. And you probably weren't in your right state of mind to think, am I doing what's best for me right now? You're just putting things off for things that don't matter, really. What's crazy is during that time is when I actually got to meet you face to face. By accident. Yes. It was like total by accident. Like you. By accident on purpose. By accident on purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you were up on the East Coast during this time. And we just happened yeah. to be same place, same networking event, same event. And I got to finally meet you face to face, which was like not much of a difference, to be honest, because I felt like I just known you since forever. But I just didn't know you were four feet tall. But aside from that, <laughs> everything was the same. I said, four what the fuck is going on 11 here? 11 inches. Bro, and a half. I think you lied. Four eight. Tops. no i promise for sure i promise for eight for eight i'll give you a half wow okay my next <laughs> physical i'm gonna make sure i post my height i don't know Mm-mm, they lied you bought them <laughs> because i was like i feel i was wearing heels which i never wear but um no it, it was divine timing honestly yeah. i had no idea you were going to be there it was last minute i had talked to a client and she's like hey so i actually want to meet you in person i'll be in new york she's not from new york yeah. anymore and she's like i'll meet you there um so we can talk and meet face to face and little did i know i was going to meet you face to face yeah it was with the vecina couture brand which my platform knows i was featured as a vecina of the week uh yes i was while i was on my cruise in february which was pretty dope um but i think that just that's just like a little bit of the signature right of something that i learned with you um embarking on the idea to launch academy since day one it's about finding your community and building that community and even though i have a platform where you know, we get comfortable being uncomfortable. No topic is ever off limits. And I could pretty much speak to anyone about things. This show has in on its own taken its own journey and it's been shifting into a specific, you know, demographic, a specific group, you know, a specific community all on its own. Um, as it should, if it's not growing and evolving, that you're going to be boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely uh, done that. And it's been pretty amazing to, to have that guidance and to to have those confirmations and affirmations that this is exactly what it's about. Um, so it's been pretty dope to experience that. It was amazing to finally meet you face to face. But even then with all that journey, right, and the madness that that was for you, like being off the mic for a year and then the 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 pivoting like literally metaphorically and all that good shit um definitely want to dive right into what that looks like but before we do we always open up the show now with raw mess of the week and it's definitely something that you know be going out there all out in the world and (laughs) relevant to the conversation i know anything (laughs) i'm I'm scared i'm like i don't watch anything well i mean it's it's spiritually here this is this is a spiritual aspect of things right so I usually like to highlight shit that we see, you know, that it's so easy that for the whole world to see and be like, oh, you know, yeah, I saw that on TV or whatever, those people, right? But it's stuff that really happens to humans, right? It's stuff that really happens to a lot of us, right? And I want to be able to bring this to the light because um, it's been all over the place, right? One of the Kardashians, Courtney, she got married, right? To someone who's been oh a friend gosh, this did. whole time, to someone who has always been there, Right. She had a baby with someone else. She's had three babies with someone else. Like, you know, so much history there, right? But, you know, here was this friend. Here was just someone there all along. Like, it's just in a matter of just, hey, I like you. And then, like, we finally figured it out. And I wanted to highlight that as relevant as this is to God's plan, Jesus' plan, right? Like, we're thinking it's something and then it's something else. And 
specifically to love, but also just these different types of relationships, right? We could want something so bad, whether it's our family, friends, or lovers. Like we want something so bad, but then how that shifts, right? And I wanted to be able to highlight that because some people are like, you know, in her case, oh, she just used them to, you know, pop babies out. And, you know, she probably always liked him. There's sometimes scrutiny to that. Like, how do you know that's not real? It's fake. I wanted to take on that because I do believe that what doesn't happen in six years could happen in six months. And I wanted to know yeah. what's your take on that. So at the current moment and the climate of my life and the pivot that has taken chance, uh, taken in place, I am a huge skeptic. Okay. Okay. And my three years ago, I would tell you absolutely. And no matter what happens in my life, I always want to make sure that I lead with love and I don't want to give up the hope of love, but at the same time, I see the world different and it happens with anything. You know, if you've been to war, if you've been to jail, if you're a doctor, you know, um, and the, you know, the trauma unit, if, you know, all these different things just desensitize you or make you hyper aware of certain mm -hmm. things. So you become a little bit of a, of a skeptic when you see certain things. So, I absolutely love Courtney and I do absolutely truly believe that what doesn't happen in six years can happen in six months. But where I am in my life right now, I tell everyone and I'm probably the worst person to come to if you're happy as fuck and about to move really fast with someone. Take your time. Mm -hmm. Where is it going? Where are we going? Now, the Kardashians are a different story. Yeah. They don't live in the same world that we do. Correct. So these women can have, you know, a baby every single year by five different men while they're married and get married and get divorced and move from one mansion to the next and then get another private. So that's a totally different life. And they will have 20 nannies and it's not a problem. Nobody's right. truly fighting for child support unless, you know, you had a baby with China and then it's just so happened to do so. So that is as a Kardashian or a Jenner. The issues that would happen to us wouldn't happen. Now, for us listening to this, you know, not necessarily for the celebrities listening to this podcast. If you're a celebrity listening, close your ears. Um, <laughs> if you're a regular schmegler motherfucker like me, I would tell you life happens, right? Mm -hmm. And live, I just want to urge everyone to just be happy. Um, also, live in the moment. I will say that if in the moment you're feeling like this is it and you feel it feels right and you, you know, dotted your T's, Dotted your I's, crossed your T's. Yeah, it's going to mess up the letters. Yeah. Um, give you a different alphabet. Mm -hmm. If you feel comfortable, go for it. Just go for it. But just always, just, I don't know, just be careful. It's, it's eyes and ears open. It's being aware. Don't, yes. don't turn that blind eye. I do want to add something to that, though, because you're right, right? We think of them as celebrities. They could do this shit, right? They could just fall in and out of love, right? Mm -hmm. But I do want to add a little twist to that, right? Because y'all have heard that saying, you know, money can't buy love, right? You think about all the money that they've had, right? All their abilities to to do whatever, however, with whomever, you know, lose diamond earrings in the ocean and cry about it and whatnot, right? Um, all that stupid shit, correct? And it's like all of that that you had. And we actually saw in the case of Courtney how she totally at one point had to disconnect from the whole filming shit because deep down she was unhappy and so mm -hmm. that's where i really like to see and and i would really like to highlight that yes you're right absolutely they could choose to do as they please however they want and not give a flying fuck of who says what to them totally true but 
we could see through that too. We can see what misery does as well. Well, I think what I meant, it was the hardships. Now I can mm. tell you also from experience, I'm talking about those regular schmegular hardships that we have. Now, what I will say is you're absolutely right. There's no amounts of money or security that can Ooh, shield you secure. from emotional pain and from mental instability. And have I been there recently? Yes. I have struggled with the fact that definitely don't even touch a Kardashian's toenail. But financially, I'm well. You know, the first time in my life, I'm not needing. I have a surplus of what I need and what I want. I have access to who I want, when I want, where I want, how I want it. Mm -hmm. And I have been in the darkest place mm. I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Even when I was 18 having a baby, when I was eating spaghetti and making one piece of chicken breast last me for a whole week. Amen. Even mm. during then, right now, these past three months have been the heaviest for me mentally. And that is because it's a mind fuck. Mm. It's a mind fuck because we think that because we have money, it'll be okay. No. So when I came back to saying, you know, we are not the Kardashians, it's like we have some serious problems. Like just after six months wanting to marry somebody, blah, blah, blah. You're taking on a lot of shit from someone else that... It's unnecessary on top of the fact that mentally and emotionally you're going to be fucked up too. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, listen, I believe in love. I believe in love too, but I would have to agree with it. Yes. As much as I do think what happened in six months that, that didn't happen in six years. Cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to need to make sure that your glasses are clean. Y'all, 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 y'all seeing everything. Y'all checking everything. Like you also yes. don't got them skeletons in your fucking closet. And you're not blindsiding nobody either because if shit is going to work out, it needs to work out right. the right way. I, I, that's one thing for sure because it's listen, some of us don't even get to know the real person in six years. You think six months is going to do the deed. Right. Mm -mm. So I think it's a definitely, there's some form of a balance there for sure. Um, yeah. But I definitely wanted to be a little messy with that one because it's definitely been something that I've seen in a lot of discussion, you know, in the mm -hmm. comments and, you know, regular regulars like myself and you have friends and shit. We talk. And I was like, yeah, we talk. And I'm not going to lie. I think she looks beautiful. Yeah. I think that, you know, I want, I've never once been like, Oh my God, she's, I'm just like, well, this is a little fast, but Hey, enjoy it. Yeah. enjoy it. i'm coming i'm coming to a space finally with intense a lot of money you know remember, i don't like talking about therapy recently like in the past couple of weeks because it reminds me how much money i'm paying but i rather pay it there than like in other ways Card you. um but i forgot what i was saying i told you when i think about how much i fucking pay in therapy <laughs> All you saw was the numbers. It discombobulates me. I don't know. I'm just looking, looking just at numbers in the it was red, like a just, flash. just going flying like away. The you know the little emoji with the money with the wings? That's literally what I can picture right now. The money and just <laughs> listen. Therapy is not, and okay. So I have a confession, right? As much as sometimes being a healthcare worker like can really be testy. One thing's for sure, some of us get really good benefits when not having to pay into your therapy. And so this is why I still Amen. stay in that lane. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. Like No. We it's real. Being in healthcare gives you certain benefits. And I reap those benefits when it comes to therapy. Like you got no idea. Because it's expensive as shit. Expensive. No, it is expensive. Um actually I have, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to have have found other avenues to include, to add to my other therapist. It doesn't, it's more, it's much more, but between virtual and in person, we killing this thing. Yeah. We killing it. We doing the damn thing. And I haven't had to go out there and prostitute just oh, yet. So we're good. I heard you. Cause that's, that's always the back, back, backup plan. 
you know, it's, it's there yeah. just in case. Hunt's point's right His there. His ass is still here and yeah. it's still a virgin. I'm actually closer now to Hunt's point. It's like, that's like the street. Yeah, um, it is. I'm not going to lie. Um, all right. So we're going to go into the next segment as far as it gets because we, t- we open this up, you know, with Jesus, you know, and God's plan and whatnot. And then what happens when Jesus is like, now nah, we throwing your whole plan away. I want to dive into right. that, right? Now, mm. I want to put a disclaimer here. Y'all thought that Carlo Romero is going to come up in here and give y'all all the tea? No, that's not what's going to happen. Because if you want to <laughs> hear any type of tea that is being served with any pivots, you're going to have to go tune into Pivot with Purpose. <laughs> that's what you're going to have to do, okay? <laughs> um, that's not what this is about. But what this is about, though, is what this journey has looked like for you. And I know you talked about this, and, and congratulations to you and kudos to you for being so open about it when it was your moment to be ready to get back on the mic and be so transparent, so vulnerable with all this shit. Right. Mm. Um, because you know, Carla has a podcast. <clears throat> I had to, I, I, you know, I had to, I had to, I just, I had to, um, it's the right thing to do. There is a saying, God won't give you what you can't handle. Mm. I used to believe in that and be thinking that, yeah, I'm a strong ass bitch. And then one day I was like, nah, fuck. Who came up? Who spoke to God? And God said, go put that on a meme and hashtag that shit and post it all over. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I will tell you, there is a sense of I feel like, yeah, it's true. But another time when we sometimes say, oh, my goodness, um, he's just giving me all this because I can handle it. No. Maybe it's because you haven't been listening and he's mm. been nudging you and whispering to you and talking to you and telling you, hey, hey, you know, it's about time for you to this, make this move. And I haven't made the move. And God is like, all right, cool. Well, let me put something in front of you and put you in a situation where I'm going to knock you to your feet, knock you to your knees, put you on the ground laid out where you have the only choice is to the only choice you have now is to call on to me, to lean on to me and have no other option. So, yes, he won't give you more than what you can handle, but he's going to push you to that breaking point of you saying, all right, I'm sorry I haven't been listening or you've been like with one foot in, one foot out. And you have to finally say, hey, my arms are up. I have not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm doing whatever you tell me. And I'm listening. I'm finally going to listen. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. And good old fashioned, of course, with my podcast coach, technical difficulties. What better moment than now? Um, but this is why we record with backup tracks. My God. <laughs> I hope she's proud of me. All right. So jumping right into where we left off. There's also that part of the realization of hitting 35. And, and, and you fine. You fine. Let me just put that out there. Okay. And the woman that you are today, you're looking back at, you know, what was, what once was shit, I'm 30. And here you are like smack in the middle of it all. Right. And, you know, God's plans pivoting. Mm. <laughs> pivot, just, God has a sense of humor. Yeah. It's a whole pivot table, girl. It's, it's, a, mm. it's a whole pivot table. And the world word was meant for me. Where you are today, honestly, and I know we opened it up a little bit. And I know you already shared a little bit like, you know, the, the this is like your darkest moment. Right. Mm-hmm. But looking at it from the outside in, because I know you're in it, you're feeling it, mm-hmm. you're living it. Right. You're going through all of this shit day in and day out. But right. if you were to take a moment to look at it from the outside in. 
are you taking for granted who you are today in these last five years from when you started this podcast journey and telling your story? Not at all. Okay. All of this has to happen for me to be where I am. I wouldn't be here with you um, for sure. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have the connections that I have. I wouldn't have the growth that I've had, you know, in my character and in my mental health and my patience. Like I would just wouldn't have the growth that I've had in my personal life if I didn't go through what I went through, <laughs> what I went through. So I have to appreciate, and I've actually asked this question to me recently. I said, if I had to do all of this all over again, knowing what I know today, would I do it? And I said no for a very long time. And in the last couple of weeks, I finally said yes. Mm. I said yes, I would go through it all over again because when I was happy, I was happy. Right. You know, I have spent some really dark, dark months, but I needed those dark months. Those days that felt like they were meaningless turned out to be such wonderful days that God was working. I just couldn't see it. You know, those were worthy days. I saw that in, in a um in a sermon that I went to. He was saying, you know, turning those meaningless days to you know worthy days you know just turn the, the m around into a w you know you first are worthless to uh, sorry pastor i messed it up <laughs> but whatever the days that seem like they weren't shit now they are the shit it's the, that is carla's words it's the sorry pastor <laughs> <laughs> and god but the pastor had it really good but i fucked it up but it, it just brought me in during the realization that, you know, I felt like those days were, were terrible days and dark days, but I needed those days to me to be able to appreciate what I'm going through now and have grown to where I am today. So, yeah, that's a lot of shifting. You know, I could have been like sometimes I knock on the door and I'm like, hey, Jesus, hey, God, it's me. What's up? Um, could you lighten up the load a little bit? Mm. Because this is heavy. Mm. You know, today it's heavy. But when today it's heavy, what I do is I say today I'm not doing anything. And that's just going to have to be okay. I'll resume again tomorrow. Absolutely. What does this look like for you now after a year? This, this year, that, that year that you've been off the mic, that year, I want to say you were hibernating. Can we call it a hibernation? I think I was just going through a, not even, I was going through a serious shift. Okay. Even a year ago, okay. who I am today, there was there were a lot of moving pieces. You know those little animations where it's like a bunch of, puzzle pieces moving on their own mm -hmm. and kind of like shifting around the screen. That's what was happening with me during this past year. Things were shifting, things were moving, pivots were being made, but it was a lot of my character, you know, my mental health, my just, just what my beliefs, my values, all of it was tested and shifted and moved around to create this puzzle piece that's here now, this masterpiece that I call me. And now that's what's being worked on, mm -hmm. but just on my own. Mm -hmm. But I had to go through that. If not, I wouldn't be here. So where, where do you see yourself now celebrating in your darkest moments, your greatness and your success? Because remember what we- Where do I see celebrating the greatness? Yeah. Remember what we highlighted, you know, things are coming your way, even in this darkest yeah. moments, things, things are pouring in. God, God mm -hmm. said there's a different plan, right? There's a different plan here, but he's still pouring in. There's, 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 there's blessings still coming. There's- So the blessings are coming. And like I told you off the mic. These blessings are coming because I'm doing the hardest work that God has told me that I have to do, which none of us ever want to do, including myself. In 35 years, I've never done this part of my obedience to God, and that is self-control. Mm. That is self-control and patience. Boy, is that the hardest thing to do. <laughs> I can go to church, and I can show up every Monday, I mean every Sunday. 
Monday. <laughs> Monday, day, y'all. sir. Church is open. God. At all times. I'm just, I'm God, I'm just letting you know that I really love you on Sundays and Mondays. <laughs> um, my special days. No, but seriously, Sunday mornings, getting there at 9 o'clock. I can put my arms up with worship. I can journal all day long. I can read my, you know, women involved. I can listen to another podcast. I can say, I can go on the mic and, you know, give a couple of, you know, Bible passages. And I can go on live and I can preach to other people. But there's one thing that God is asking of me. And he said, be patient and be obedient. Mm. And that right there is hard. And these three months have felt so hard because I've had to be patient, because I've had to be obedient, and because I have not given in to what my flesh wants to do. Mm. My flesh and the devil are pulling me. They're screaming at me. They're telling me that I need to react. My, my human instinct, it's telling me to react, to act, to, to lash out, to let those emotions just go free, those negative emotions. But my obedience has allowed me to, for me to truly see that God is like, see, here you go, another thing. Here's another client, and here's some more money, and here's more clarity, and here's more emotional stability, and here is, you know, your children are healthy, and here is you going to the doctor and them telling you, you are right. Yeah. You know, here is more therapy for you, and here is more growth. So he keeps handing me these things day in and day out as every single day that I take, I, I am obedient to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that you said that um, because I want to bring it back full circle to where I said Carla has a podcast, right? Um, <laughs> do you want to shine light on which episode the, the listeners here should go and listen to on Pivot with Purpose so that they understand why my focus here is on this journey? Um, because I believe it was episode 143. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to link it in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You can definitely go to the show notes. I want you guys to go listen to that because it's a true testimony to Carla's journey, Carla's love, Carla's um, mindset, and, and why I wanted to shine more light on when 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 things pivot, right? When, when, it's, when it's a whole day. Y'all, I... Okay, I'm going to keep it all the way raw. Um, because remember I said this could be in different relationships, right? Um, I broke up in a, of a relationship of six years with a specific <clears throat> company. Let's call it that. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you think of, oh, the grass is greener on the other side, right? And then, you know, here you go, you move on. And then there's other shit that could test you, right? In, in a much shorter right. amount of time, right? Because I'm almost six years and this is, you know, it's a little shorter, right? And I say that to say the same way that things could happen, you know, in six months that didn't happen in six years is the same way the shit you could learn in this amount of time that you did not learn in this right. amount of time. It's the same thing. It's an aha moment. It's that realization, right? It's that moment that you thought, oh, this, this is definitely better, better, better. And then it's like, whoosh, no. Hold on a second. Rude awakening. It's better because you're probably going to learn something better here. It's a different lesson. So it's right. a different lesson for right. you myself. I come from a six-year relationship previous to this. Yeah. Why didn't I learn this lesson then? There are plenty of negative things, uh, maybe similar, but I wasn't ready for that lesson that then. Part. There we go. So that next lesson can happen for six months, a year, two years, three years for me. It can be even longer. It doesn't matter, but you have to be ready, ready and in place for that lesson that's going to come from there. Every relationship, again, whether it's like you're saying a romantic relationship, a friendship, um, a business, siblings, parents, yeah. business, whatever that, whatever it may look like, 
you have to be ready. You're going to get something out of each one of them, a lesson out of each and every single one of them. They're all be powerful and useful for the future. Absolutely. If uh, you pay attention. <laughs> I have one more question for you. Um, is there any promises that you made to yourself? Um, no, I am not one to keep promises like that. Like, not, listen, not even with you. <laughs> nah, I'll be breaking them because we change, you know? Yeah. And at this point I'm realizing I change so often. Oh, okay. I, I change often and that's okay. You know, things move, things shift. The one thing that's one constant is the fact that, you know, my character and that I lead with love and that, um, my integrity and that I know that I'll never try to spend on step on anybody's toes to get to where I'm going. So, and as long as I know that I'm living in that righteous way, I will be shifting. I will be pivoting. So I don't want to say, Hey, in five years, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this for the next five years. Cause I don't want to put myself in a box the same way that some really shitty things were able to happen to me in seven months. My last seven months in my last relationship is the same way that I can earn to enter into a room for two days. And the opportunities that have come out from those two days now, you know, are exponential. Yeah. So I don't want to tell myself, I, I probably would have told myself I won't be in the position that I'm in today until maybe 2024. Mm. And I'm doing it in the beginning of 2022. So I'm not anywhere where I need to be, but I'm not going to box myself to be in the next two years. No, that shit can happen in the next two months. Absolutely. But I do promise myself to, to love myself, to love me first. Me first above Anyone, and it includes those two little kids sitting in the other room. Heard you. I'm a firm believer of that. Absolutely. Um, before we go into the double or nothing, one more thing. You said something about your character because these days, Jesus has a different plan for me, and it's about my character too. Um, and I definitely <laughs> shared it with you off the mic, and I probably will right. in the future episodes, depending on how you know Jesus takes my plan or his plan or whatever. Um, his plan. I'll, I'll be. He, going, yeah. he is going to stomp. On your plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be able to to release a little bit more of, of what this part of my journey has been, right? But when it comes to character, you know, this is definitely something that I stand really strong by. I feel like it's like your personal brand. It, it's, 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 you know, that, that name that was given to me at birth and I've had to uphold that name to who the fuck I am, right? Um, mm -hmm. When it comes to your character and it, has, and it comes to what this past experience has been for you in this last relationship, right? I want to be transparent on this. Which hurt the most for you? Was it the 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 attack on your character or your love? So here I I quickly googled character mm -hmm. because I wanted to know the actual mm -hmm. definition of it. When we talk about character, we're talking about the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. Mm -hmm. Character is not the same as emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. mm. So I think that at times we talk about, oh, that's somebody's character. That's somebody's character. That could be your character. But if you're emotionally unintelligent, although you might be a good person at heart, you will take that emotional unintelligence and do some really fucked up things that make you a really bad person. Does that mean that you're a complete total shitty person? No, but that means you're making really shitty decisions because you're not there. So we cannot completely lean on this character situation. Mm -hmm. So in my situation, what hurt the most? I would uh, honestly, the, the, the attack on my character hurt and it stung a little, mm -hmm. but, because I am emotionally intelligent mm -hmm. and because I know who I am, 
That's not what hurt the most. What hurt me was that my ego was hurt. My trust was, I was betrayed. My trust was broken. I was literally dragged to nothing by a person that I loved so much Mm -hmm. that I never expected this from when it came from the back door. So my character, eventually I knew that people would see who I am. If I was emotionally intelligent, obedient, patient, my character would shine through. And others would know no matter how much dirt or shit was literally rubbed all over, all over it. So I think here we need to focus on their character and your emotional intelligence. And for me, I think what mostly hurt was that the personal love, the, the, betrayal, the betrayal, the betrayal. Yeah, the betrayal. Um, thank you for that, Pastor Carla, at this point, because Ooh. guys, that was a whole word <laughs> and, and so applicable to so many things. But it's so true. It's so, so true. There, there's so many levels to that layers. Um, right. And I think it takes a lot of work to be done to be that much aware of being emotional, intelligent, emotionally, emotionally unintelligent, to know mm-hmm. the difference of, of what character right. really means, um, which is why I shine light on it, because a lot of people don't understand what that really yeah. encompasses. So thank you for that. Um, I want to go into the double or nothing. Um, we're going to dig a little deeper, a little, little deeper. This is not a therapy session, y'all. Deeper than this? Yeah, don't take no therapy um, advice from me. I am quite fucked up and going to lots of therapy. So you don't go hate your own therapist and then be like, this bitch on this podcast said, and then let them break it down to your life. <laughs> she said this. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Do we need a disclaimer? Um, <laughs> speaking of disclaimers, um, I had spoken of, in one of my Tuesday mini show series, um, facing it and then fixing it, right? And I stand by that because it takes a lot of courage to be able to face a lot of the shit that we go through ourselves because I do believe sometimes we choose to not see it. We choose to not even believe it. We choose to just right. turn the other way, right? And then once we do face it, it's like the work that it takes to fixing it. And this topic at hand does not get old. As someone in healthcare, as someone who still witnesses time and time again, people stand there and be like, why the fuck am I going to pay somebody else to tell me what to do when it comes to therapy? I definitely want to. Dis- that means you need therapy. I want to I want to shine light on the concept of investing in yourself and what that looks like. Right. Because for some people, it's so superficial and it looks like brands. Right. Like that, oh, that, no. that, that hot ass belt and them sneakers and all that good shit. Right. And that's cool. That's cool. Right. That's fantastic. Eh, is it? I mean, for some people, it is. I mean, not for me. Listen, I need some comfy yes. shoes. I'll be working in heels all day long in the office. I need some comfortable shoes. So I'll be focusing on shit I like that. fluffies and being at home in sweatpants all day. In robes. In robes. In robes. In robes. That I could vibe with. But I do want to still address a lot of this scrutiny about people who maybe it is their ego talking. Maybe it is their pride. The whole Mm. I'm not going to pay somebody else to tell me what to do. This whole misconception that therapists sit there and tell you what to do. Let's tell you shit. Thank you. You're paying for you to talk. Let's let's shine a little light (laughs) on that. The you as someone who has had in-depth work with yourself, investing in yourself, having Mm. therapy. I've definitely done it, too. There's still people out there, no matter how many months of May in the in the world that we celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month. <laughs> there's still people. You celebrate that should be 365 days a year. Amen. But. Thank you. But there's still people who think like you're paying someone to tell you what to do. This misconception. Yeah. Let's address this. In all your time with therapy, who the fuck has ever told you this is what you do, Carla? This is the solution. I've never actually been told that ever. 
ever. Not once. And I've been going for almost five years now. So not once has a therapist told me. And if you are sitting, listening to this at the moment and thinking, just like that, if that's your train of thought, just know it's coming and it's leading from a place of fear. Mm. It's coming from a place of unknown. The fear of the unknown is coming from a place of knowing that there is something on the other side that you have to work on and you don't want to right now, but you are aware of that. So right now you're talking and you're like rolling your eyes, but in the back of my mind, you're like, bitch, I know it's right. So you might turn this off, but I'm telling you, you know, it's coming from a place of fear, but I'm here to tell you that you're right. The second that you start, it is going to get harder. It is going to suck. You're going to unpack some things that you're going to be like, what the hell? And not once will this therapist have told you what to do. They're literally going to sit there and ask you the most simple, open-ended question. And all of a sudden, sudden you have diarrhea of the mouth you start having you know memories and suppressed thoughts that are going to come back that you didn't expect for them to come back because you've never sat in a place with your phone off talking to someone that you're paying paying for the privacy of not being judged and nothing ever getting out so now these emotions and these feelings and these thoughts are resurfacing and now you're fucked up now you're anxious now you're depressed now you're constantly crying because now you're remembering something that you intentionally suppressed to never think of again but you have no idea that those suppressed feelings are coming out in different ways mm -hmm. whether that be through anger whether that be through promiscuity whether that is through violence you know whatever that may look like that's not healthy you're like oh i'm good and your alcoholism drugs you're doing something so get started because just like you say you know the it, it, it's so much better on the other side you just have to walk through the fire and you're going to end up in paradise you just just go through it, go through it, and you never have to deal with these feelings of fear again. You'll be so comfortable, but yes, it's gonna suck. Absolutely gonna suck. And but it's amazing. That encompasses the entire concept of the facing the facts, facing it in order to fix it. I completely agree with you. I wanted to tie this into the piece of relationships. Um, not so much a lover's relationship for me, but actually with my siblings. Um, and they know this because I told them to their face, but, um, <laughs> it's no secret. We just had like a breakthrough moment recently. Um, you know, we have been at odds. We have, because we don't agree on certain things, but it's the way we've been communicating that have been really, really, really intense. Um, sometimes more so one-sided than the other. And so I've definitely, through the work of therapy, I've learned how to create certain boundaries um, mm -hmm. to really be able to face a certain reality that I love these people. These are my siblings. I adore them. I would do anything right. for them. But I can't get tired of telling them, like, y'all may need to tap into your own therapies. Y'all may need to tap into your own griefs, your own gripes, your own right. issues, your own angers. Because when we argue over something that seems this big, it turns into this big and right. certain shit comes up. And I'm just like, where the fuck did this shit come from? Like, where is this coming from? And so for me, right, as a sibling who does adore her siblings, right, who who wants to sustain my sibling relationship with them, right? right, I've definitely brought up the topic time and time again. You need to learn how to create those boundaries. You need to learn how to do that healing. Like I, I've said it for year after year after year. You right. need therapy. You can't sit there and say, I'm fine. That should never affect me. No, sir. It's 15 years later and I still hear you talking this way. So I think you telling someone that they need therapy isn't going to work. It's not and working. It's this. not. So what I've so done no. now, it's kind of like, I'm tired of saying it. I've given you the best advice. I've told you it works for me. I've said it. It works for me. It helps me. So at this point, I've definitely had to resort to 
creating a little bit of distance because it's affecting me as opposed to working for me or working with me. And I've had to set stronger boundaries. And I think doing that piece because of the work I've done has helped a little bit send a different message across. I do think so. Have you read the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend? I have not, but I did hear about it. I heard his recommendation. Okay. It's, and it was the very first book that I started reading when I got back home. And I will tell you that every single issue that arises in our life right now, it's because of a lack of boundaries. Mm. And these boundaries are with everyone. And this book is going to blow your mind. So get the book. You're going to hear it's stories that he's telling. So he's going to tell you someone else's story, right? And from there, he'll explain what the boundaries were and then why. And then how they, how they you know, became to be a thing and then how to fix it, you know? So it's going to tell you how to set boundaries for yourself. And when I tell you I have been freed because of boundaries. When I tell you, I will not answer certain people's calls until after 12. Sometimes I won't answer the phone call for days. Is it an emergency? It's not, and that's fine. And sometimes I don't think you understand the anxiety that I would get from not answering somebody's phone call, from not texting right away, for not being always available. Mm -hmm. And I had to put those boundaries in place, you know? And then it's like, where did those boundaries come from? And it makes you dig deeper. Oh, childhood. I was doing A, B, and C to this person. And it just helps you understand it and not feel crazy. But this book, Boundaries, when I tell you, you have to read it. There's another one by Dr. Nah. It's, it's, it's a black woman. But this one specifically right here. And this one is faith-based as well. So if you um, still are a Christian, yeah. it literally gives you so many Bible verses as you're going. It's not preaching to you, but it's relating life. Because sometimes we're like, oh, we don't want to set these boundaries because it's not of God. And he's like, no, no let me show you how it is of God mm. and how this other person is trying to push and go past those boundaries is not of God, mm. you know, how to put yourself first. So definitely do boundaries and boundaries will definitely help you with that. As a point of reference, I might just get it for people for an early Christmas gift. I don't know. Maybe it's okay. amazing. <laughs> we'll you should, if they read <laughs> one out of the two, might throw it back at me. I don't know. but <laughs> <laughs> It also has a workbook on Amazon. No, but, I, but, uh, I do, I do believe strongly, and it's not just as someone who's invested in it. Um, you know, I, knock on wood, I have not paid a single dime into therapy because of certain benefits I've been very lucky fortunate. to have. Very fortunate, right? So I stand by it from the moment that I started that journey. And, and so I, I know how much has helped me, how much has helped me heal through a lot of shit and how so the point of how we started this conversation, shit is always going to happen in life. And ever so often I think I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm chilling. Everything is fine. And then boom, I find myself right back in that scene. And yeah. suddenly I'm tapping into another part of life. I think you, the evolution of you and the working on yourself and therapy and that work, that work never stops. It's forever going. You don't stop working on yourself because every day, you're, you wake up a different person with different things that you've learned the day before. It's just, it's a new you. So you have to allow yourself to grow, but also do so in a very healthy way because we are living in some really weird times. It's very weird times. We are, we have um, anxiety from things that we never thought we would, like going to a grocery store, dropping our kids off. You know, we don't feel safe. I'm only 35 and I used to play outside. 
mm-hmm. you know, until uh, the sun went down and maybe a little bit after if I wanted a quick ass whooping, you know. So if I was pushing the boundaries that my parents put together, um, <laughs> put in place. But yeah, we're living in some really crazy times. So why would you think that if you are sick in any capacity, you have a cold, you have COVID, y'all niggas run to the hospital when you have COVID mm. and you'd be so scared because you got a little <clears throat> and a little fever. But when you're acting up and angry and fighting and being a serial cheater and lying and not being able to control yourself, you don't run to a psychiatrist. You don't run to a therapist. You should be running over there just as fast as you are when you have a little cough and a little fever. And oh, oh my God, the world is ending because you're so sick. You are sick. Mm-hmm. My nigga, you are sick. Mm-hmm. Go to the therapist. Go to the mental health hospital and get yourself together. I, and it's I much cannot, cheaper. I could not agree with you more. I think people forget that this part is connected to the rest of our body. Mm-hmm. You know, the, if this is not functioning literally medically clinically your brain dead that's yeah. it if, if and your the, entire if body shuts down right, too absolutely like come on now it, it's it, even a kindergartner can figure that out i'm just saying um <laughs> i want to go into <laughs> the last segment of the show and this is the overdose um and again you guys i i'm I, it's gonna be in the show notes please i i need you guys to go listen to the the story behind why I wanted to shine light on on this shit because even from episode 143 <laughs> with your comeback to where you are now and you guys will see the date on that like you're you're a totally different woman oh you're yeah totally if you binge person. listen those it's yeah yeah and it's been a journey yeah. but it's my journey and I'm taking you guys along along with my journey for my own therapeutic healing yeah the last time you were on the show you was pregnant I don't know. I feel like I was pregnant for three years straight. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> she's here today with two kids. And I'm not pregnant. And she's not pregnant. Let alone I haven't seen a dick. So don't worry. I'm just saying. for you, girl. TMI. <laughs> beep it out. Where's, where's the beeping where's thing? The where, 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 boom. <laughs> um, we're going to go into the overdoses. This is the last segment. This one, I this is definitely still my favorite segment of the show. Because this is where we either share something that we're completely over it or something we are overjoyed with. And so you could go on a regular, regular rant if you want and go the fuck off. Or you could just give us some some present moment and some peace on anything, anything that's resonating with you in your mind and in your heart at this moment. Um, It's been laying heavy on me. I could be messy, but I don't want to. It's been laying heavy on my mind Um, to take your time. I made a phone call on Friday, Saturday, Friday night okay. to someone to apologize. It had been in my heart to do so oof, for almost a year now to call and apologize to them. And um, I didn't do it when I wanted to do it three months ago. And I waited and I waited because I needed to feel where is this? Where is this feeling coming from where I want to say I'm sorry? Where is this where I want to acknowledge you? What I want to tell you? You weren't wrong um, or, or I see you mm. more like I want you to feel seen, but I didn't do it. And this, again, goes to patience and obedience, which is just it's what's on me right now. And will I probably keep speaking like I do whenever I'm feeling something, as long as it's there and in my heart and God is telling me, hey, I need to to let it out. I'm going to let it out. And it's for us to be patient, really take your time 
and execute when God tells you it's time to execute, not when you feel like executing. Mm, mm, absolutely. Um, I want to add to that, actually, because there was something that was not way heavy, but definitely a reaffirmation to something I've shared on this platform before. Um, it definitely had to do with, you know, the people we offend in life when we choose to offend someone or when we don't even realize who we're offending. This is not factual that that is definitely the person you're going to need from in the future. But my experience tells me that the people who I have encountered in life that I have offended, I've ended up needing them or they've been the first ones to come and rescue me. Mm. And I shared this on the Forgiven podcast, the story with my father. Um, when I was really fucked up to him and I said some really foul shit to him. And this was when I thought I was a grown ass woman and moved the fuck out <laughs> at 19. Right. And you know, when the shit hit the fan and I became a single mother, that's the first person who said, nah, I got to rescue her. Like that's my daughter. That's, that's my girl. Like I got to I got to be there for her. And that happened to me when I was 21. I am 36 years old and going through something today and still having the ability and the luck and the blessing to turn to my dad and share that with him and still knowing that I was still pretty shitty and fucked up at one point in life with him and yeah. he's still there to rescue me. It's like, fuck, I'm lucky as shit. And so I say that to say, you know, sometimes it is about opening up your eyes to just realizing certain things. And I'm not saying we just forgive just to forgive. I, right, I don't right. believe family just gets a pass. Hell That's no. not what I believe. Mm. Oh, what absolutely am, not. No, absolutely Those not. Those are the last but, ones to get a pass. But, <laughs> but I do feel, I do feel, and I do believe because my experience tells me so. That there are just those moments where it's like, I could be apologetic about the offensive part of me. The part that offended you and hurt you. Because it turns out you've been the person that has been there for me. Right. And so I wanted to shine light on that, how that, that looks like when it is taking your time. Because I'm a stubborn ass bitch and I don't always do that right away. So Take I'm just going to say that. Um, I, me too. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm so stubborn. It's just like, I do nothing wrong. I'm Scorpio. I'm always right. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like how I was raised. It's his fault. It's my father's fault. But um, <laughs> it's totally his fault. But, you know, it, it ties in with the whole taking your time. You know, there, yeah. there's always going to be that moment where you are going to be able to look to that person and be able to have that conversation. I was able to finally sit there when I had a little moment with my dad recently and I shared something with him. And he said, well, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. We're, we're here to support you and I said thank you and then I was able to finally say something and get something off my chest and I said you know dad I owe you this this x y and z still it was from this time don't think I forgot it's been heavy on me on my chest and I'm going to nip that in the butt and I'm gonna give you back that that x y and z and mm. he just looked at me like where the fuck you come out with this like how the fuck did you remember this right but I, I have it there and I think it was just taking me my time to be able to face that part to fix something that I felt was still harboring over me, to be able to apologize for that, that it's taken me this long, and to be able to say, I am going to fix it. This is part of my goal. This is part of my healing. This is part of me saying, healing. aquí está, like, and for lack of saying it in English, um, checks and balances, aquí está mi cuenta, you know, cleared up with my dad. Right. You know, it's, it's that piece of it. So yeah, I and wanted it, to Sometimes it might not be a relationship that's, that serious but in order for you to be able to do that and take an accountability for what you could have done that was hard for me because this person that i had to apologize i had to hold myself accountable for and i didn't i never treated them any type of way this specific person i never 
I, I didn't do anything for her to ever say you were, you were a bad person to me. It was just me knowing that, uh, th that I might have inadvertently and not on, maybe not even on purpose hurt her. Hmm. I, ha I wanted to acknowledge and say, you probably don't even know that I feel this way, hmm. but I want to still tell you I see you and you're, you're seen. That's amazing. That's amazing. Kudos I would have never done that shit two, three years ago. Just want to let you know. Just want to let y'all know that three years ago without therapy, I would have been like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Just saying. But I told you before we started recording. <laughs> five years ago. Five years ago, Daisy. Right. It's all a different Daisy. But we're here. We're here. We made it, y'all. We, we don't have it. to worry about what could have been because we're here. We're here. I am a far better woman today. Um, I am so sorry you... if you can hear the dog. I feel like somebody's breaking in the house, but then I also don't think so. Okay. No, you're fine. I'm go we're going to pray really quick. Now you're fine. Um, oh, we're going to pray. Um, do you want to share with my audience? Pivot with Purpose is on all platforms for podcasting. But also, let's shine a little bit of light of what's open for enrollment before we go and end yes. the show. So um, actually, for listeners of your show specifically, if you are looking to start a podcast, I did reopen the same course um, just with some updates that Daisy took herself to launch her podcast. Um, it is you would go to uh, carlobomares.com forward slash podcast when you if you wanted to enroll on it, it's a five week course up until May, June 5th. Okay. If you um, enroll, you will be part of the intensive team which I will break up into small groups and speak to them, you know, every single week. But that is the, the where you were in. And um, I am so sorry. That's is it really loud? Sorry about it. Life happens. It's all right. I'm just trying to figure out where Ayana is. That's Luna, y'all. It's okay. We're almost It's there. Luna worry. ran away for a day and a half, and I was hoping she wasn't here. And another time is on here, and I'll tell you why. Um, so for they can use the code podcast. I believe you get a hundred dollars off, but you also have a link. So put your link, and there's specifically for people for, that come from this show have to use that link and use the code podcast in order I to get money it. off. Mm -hmm. Um. So use that, and yeah, I will be able to help you launch your own. Um, and then, yeah, Carla Ramirez and Pivot With Purpose. Amazing. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Everything will be on the show notes, y'all. Please go support my favorite coach of all time, Carla <laughs> Ramirez. Um, everything's going to be in the show notes for sure, and I will link everything. I promise I will. And always a pleasure to have you on here and hopefully someday i will be able to record with you like face to face and cut the shit out of course um, well i'll be in new york um, from the 13th to the 16th oh my God. <laughs> let me go put in my pto <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you guys know if that's really like a thing <laughs> for now let me go to my pto um as always guys this has been another week and another episode on double dose of Rotten podcast i am your host misty and you guys will tune in next week Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.